Hello, this is Mary Christopher, and this is our Sunday morning meditation. Today is November 29th. In the Christian tradition, this is the first Sunday of Advent. Uh, tomorrow, which is Monday the 30th, we have a lunar eclipse, full moon lunar eclipse. And then uh, December, of course, starts on Tuesday. And let me get to the right sheet in the calendar. Then on December the 14th, we have a new moon solar eclipse. Hanukkah which is part of the Jewish tradition. It's on the 17th. The winter solstice, when the sun goes into Capricorn, this year is on December 21st, which is a Monday. Of course, Christmas Eve is the 24th. Christmas Day is the 25th. And Kwanzaa starts on the 26th. So, we are... In the holiday season, I started to say that we're in the shopping season, which is what this feels like, right? Because um, we have Thanksgiving, which was, you know, a very different Thanksgiving here in the U.S. for many people. Uh, a lot of people traveled, and a lot of people did not travel. Um, in my family, we decided that I would not go to Atlanta for Thanksgiving. And I, I did have a wonderful Thanksgiving. It was quiet and restful, and I did get to see some a few friends, which was great, and spent time on the phone, um, rested, got some work done. And was grateful. I was grateful. I woke up that morning um, and I was feeling very grateful to be alive. So we're all aware that being on the planet right now is very challenging. It's very challenging for everyone. And Part of the challenge is that there, that there is a great deal of grief and sadness. Um, part of that is due to the virus. I know, I know a lot of families who have lost members of their family. Um, or people who have lost jobs or you know just had different things happen because of the virus and then we have all the um, just to be blunt uh, all the ugliness around the political process and it doesn't help us get anything done when we polarize like that it just does not move anything forward. Sometimes I feel like we've all landed back in kindergarten 
or preschool and we're having to learn all, all over <laughs> to mind our manners for heaven's sakes oh and not call people names and play fair right I mean this is all stuff we learned in the first three two three four five years five six you know and then as adults when we uh, start behaving like preschoolers we don't get much done in fact I don't think we get anything done except kind of make a mess so um, there was a lot of gratitude circulating at least among the people that I know um, during Thanksgiving week I got uh, some lovely cards and uh, phone calls and text messages <laughs> I mean and emails like yeah and messages on Facebook right I mean, how many thousand ways do we have to communicate with each other which is a good thing although when we revert to preschool behavior or preschool not very acceptable behavior um, then I'm not sure all this communicating is a good idea but we've got it we're stuck with it for the time being and um, we need to make the best of it and we can do better we're just all better than this and you've heard me say this many times so um, I won't keep going on that um, I am very grateful for all of you that you're on the planet I'm I have every confidence that you're doing what you can to make the world a better place that you're doing your best to take care of yourself and any family or friends uh, or your community so thank you thank you for being on the planet for doing whatever you do to help make this place a little more livable for everyone very important and the holiday season can be difficult as well for people who have lost someone I know several people who have lost family members in the last two weeks so that's tough um, so that can make the holidays difficult people are going to be um, separated in the sense that they you know may choose not to not to go home or go where family is so that's always a consideration with this virus and we don't know really how long once the the vaccines are widely distributed it's still going to take a while before it, this whole thing calms down so we'll just uh, pray for patience right and 
we'll be calm and we'll be courteous <laughs> and somehow somehow by working together and helping each other we will get through this and then we can all tell our grandchildren whoa I was there in the in during the virus of 2020 and and our grandchildren will look at us and go you what are you really that old <laughs> anyway um, I hope if you're in the US you had a lovely Thanksgiving and if you're elsewhere in the world I hope you had a lovely weekend and for the um, beginning in meditation class this week we will be doing our archangel meditations and then on December the um, December the 12th which is a Saturday I'm going to do an online workshop webinar uh, whatever you want to call it on the four archangels that we're working with and I will I don't have a, the link set up yet but I'm getting that done this week and it will be in the notes um, for my podcast which is on Podbean it's the Merry Christopher if you're listening on some other um, wavelength then it will be on the link will be in my notes on the Mary Christopher podcast on Podbean. So if you're at all interested in uh, learning more about archangels and doing some really lovely, uh, very healing kinds of meditations with archangels, which is, of course, part of a contemplative practice and the, the thing that I appreciate so much about working with angels is that they are, are common or part of every religious tradition that I have studied. I have not studied every possible religious tradition on the planet, but... And, and in some religious traditions, they're not even called angels. They're called something else, okay? Um, but there is, in every tradition that I have looked into, um, there is something that resembles an angelic presence. And the four archangels we're going to be working with are Gabriel, Michael, Raphael, and Uriel. So those are the four we're going to work with. And um, it's more of an experiential kind of class than uh, stuff more knowledge or more information into our already overstuffed uh, intellect or brains. Or um, We need we need more experience to balance out 
the amount of information that we absorb and tuck into all those spare spaces around our neurons. Um, so if you're at all interested in that, um, and there will also be uh, links on my Facebook page, which is Mary Christopher. Okay. Um, so, during the next week, and all the way uh, through the end of the year, we are going to be doing more healing practices. And one of the reasons is fairly obvious. Um, obviously, the virus and also the the damage. Start doing some healing for the damage that the politics, the polarizing politics have had on our relationships and how it's affected our families and and strangers fighting each other. We're better than that. So lots of healing work so that we can start the new year with without dragging so much drama and trauma into the new year. Okay, so that's that's what's up for me and that's what I'm offering uh, through through the rest of the year and I'm also considering doing a, a workshop that will be like an online retreat so that people can take take a break pause put you know put everything on pause for one day and think about how we want our year our personal year to look what what's our path through this coming year and and that involves paying attention to our hearts and our our minds being mindful um, and it also means being aware that we have a soul path human beings have a soul path and oftentimes it is not exactly what it does not always go in the same direction we think we want to go okay because we're we're always looking at things from the perspective of the world and how we fit into the world and how we work in the world and how we survive in the world and and that's important I mean we need to do that definitely because we're not so much use in certain ways if we're not here okay so Making the world a better place begins with us being present, being aware, being responsive, and also being aware that we do have a soul 
path and just being willing like having willingness to pay attention to that or look for that or see what resonates for us at that particular frequency right so that's what I'm hoping to do with a one day retreat and we're working on that um, I think that's all the news that I can think of right now I am outside it's a little chilly but it's it's not uncomfortable I dressed for it right I am not however sitting on the damp ground underneath a tree so I'm on the back porch and the air is very fresh moisture it's cool um, completely cloudy haven't seen the squirrels today so they're probably bundled up somewhere the deer are wandering around but not too many of them it's pretty quiet Nice little breezes coming through. Very still and quiet. So wherever you are, I hope that you're able to get outside. I hope that it's you have a a place to be comfortable to be safe outside I try to get out even when it's cold I bundle up and and do my best to get out at least once a day preferably more but makes a difference it just it makes a huge difference in my mood my how alert I am and it does it takes me most of the winter to get adjusted to cold i'm a very heat adapted person so usually by spring i'm getting used to the cold right right in time for spring so <laughs> so let's do some breath work and a nice uh gentle contemplative pause here one of the reasons I like to start with breath work and I've mentioned this before and you may be aware of it already is that it is a it's a natural centering function so an example would be if oftentimes if we are around somebody who is really upset like really really upset crying angry like just you know very upset and we will often instinctively say take a breath just take a breath and you know oftentimes we'll put our hands on their back and and just try to comfort them um, 
It's not always good to touch a person who's really angry unless you know them really well. Um, but especially if somebody is crying or sobbing or, you know, a little bit hysterical. If, if we get them to take a breath and then take another breath and then another breath, right, deep breath, people will begin to calm down. And I ran across an interesting bit of information the other day. Um, there have been studies done on breathing in relationship to high blood pressure. And studies showed that, I think these studies were done, some of them at the University of Kentucky, but it showed that if people would take gentle, deep breaths, that they could, people with high blood pressure could drop their blood pressure as much as 10 to 15 percent just with their breathing. And I had never heard of these studies before, so I thought that was pretty interesting. Good news, huh? So that's one of the things we do instinctively. And one of the reasons it works is that it increases the oxygen in our system and it's centering. Anytime we take a deep breath, it draws at least some of our attention down toward our solar plexus and we become slightly more centered which is a good thing because we spend so much of our time uh, in our sort of in that part of us that we call the brain which is just a giant collection of neurons very specialized in some ways um, and then the other thing that happens and it's natural and that is when we take a deep breath and then we as we breathe out we relax it's automatic it's part of the function of breath so that's why I always start these meditations in case you were wondering with breath work or with just doing some deep breathing. It is immediately centering and calming on the in-breath and relaxing on the out-breath. So we'll do that and we'll have about five minutes of being quiet and then I'll bring us back out with our breath. Okay. Remember to stretch if you've been sitting, okay? and. Find a nice, comfortable spot. As you breathe in, following your breath down into your solar plexus. Feel yourself becoming more centered. As you breathe out, following your breath out into the space all around you, 
Let yourself relax with that breath. Now as you breathe in gently and slowly all the way down to your solar plexus, feel yourself becoming more centered. And as you breathe out, following your breath, bring your awareness to your heart. Be aware of the rhythm of your heart. Be aware of the beating of your heart. And allow yourself to rest in that rhythm. Be quiet for a few minutes and just rest with our hearts.
Now as you breathe in, following your breath down into your solar plexus, be aware of how centered you are. As you breathe out, following your breath, Be aware of how relaxed you are. As you breathe in, following your breath, all the way down to your solar plexus, be aware of how calm you are. And as you breathe out, following your breath out into the space all around you. When you're ready, gently open your eyes. Ah, ah lovely. Very good. Good, everyone. Wherever you are, whatever's going on, I hope and trust that you have a wonderful week, that everyone, that you're healthy, doing well, that everyone in your family, all your friends are doing well. So we'll hang in there together. We'll get through this together. And um, I will be reading uh, a new book, starting a new book this evening, uh, The Once and Future King by T.H. White. So. It's a great little book. Great. Have a wonderful week. Talk to you soon.